Here we are in hiatus and it's hell. Cartoon Network doesn't manage their shows well. <laughs> I guess that we're not ones to talk. A new Ring of Zone podcast. Holy fuck. That's the song. <laughs> How was that? That was perfect. Excellent. Welcome uh, to the Ringo Zone. Uh, I'm Max. I'm Kayla. And I'm Dina. And guys, you know, I gotta say, I'm eating like some fast food fries right now. And uh-huh. what do you know? Steven was really onto something with the whole give me the bits thing. It's kind of a revelation. The bits in the bottom are the best part. They're so crunchy. And that's where all the salt and grease is congealed. I wonder if you can put fry bits over a salad like croutons, if it would make it any better. Hmm. Better in taste, yes. Health-wise, no. Well, I mean, no, but that's <laughs> why you put all. croutons onto the salad to begin with, is to make it taste better. You're not doing it for the health benefit. So if you just, like... And you would never eat a fucking crouton on your own. They're... Well... Duh. Oh, okay. Like, you got something to tell us? <laughs> Me eat croutons out of the bag like chips? Not recently. <laughs> uh, see now i'm just remembering have you ever seen the uh web series gale by chris fleming uh, no. well you you're definitely familiar with the company is coming bit company is coming yeah. hide all the chairs we can't be able to know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. my favorite episode she starts her own crouton company oh, uh, God. and to get the croutons like the perfect hardness she's like mixing in cement and like the name of the and the name is just like see you in hell croutons or something and it's and and she's just like oh god i can't remember the line right now fuck Uh, well before we started recording dino had to ruin his joke by googling it so maybe now during the recording you can ruin your joke yeah okay i'll look it up and at some point, I'll ruin a joke of mine by Googling it, and we'll come full circle. Yeah, we'll have the holy trinity of, hey, uh, give me a second, hold on. Still looking for the line. I might be a minute. You two go talk about your own thing. Uh, it's my birthday I today. I my knee. The two most different <laughs> kinds of news you can get at the same time. I had to think so fucking hard. I have not remembered that it's my birthday every time it's come up. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. That's right, I was born. I forgot! And it's been like that for like three weeks, and now the day is today, and I... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll do some skincare. I don't have Okay, any- okay, the joke is, uh, I want something that sends a jolt through the system, shatters the bike, kind of spins, and sends a message. Never let your guard down when you're eating my salad! Got it. <laughs> See? It. And now the joke is yeah. ruined because you had to Google it. Right? Perfect <laughs> synergy. Right? <laughs> So this is a podcast about Steven Universe, right? Yeah. You wouldn't guess it. You might what? from the opening song. Uh, it's, it's debatable. Well, you got something to say? Mm, you got no. something to say about my song? <laughs> you got something to say about my singing? You want to get into this little blender man? <laughs> little blender man sounds like a defunct Christmas carol. I was going to say rejected Mumford and Sons song. Little blender man. Yeah. <laughs> Little Blender Man just sounds like a superhero made up by Grant Morrison. Kinda. And rule of threes. Okay, so going on with the actual episode. <laughs> uh, uh, we, together alone. We're doing together alone, which is the in the final countdown of Steven Universe because and it's... is not the Muppet song Together Again, which I keep thinking every time I hear or read the episode title. It's been a really long time since we've recorded, and I feel like be- uh, perhaps a product of that is that we 
cannot get on track to begin with. It's the thread odd. is so lost. It feels like, at home. You feel at home though when it happens. You know, you want to know something that I've been thinking about recently. What have you actually? been thinking about? What? Remember when when I first joined, I had the the thing called the fugue state. Where, yeah. like, I would forget that I was part of the recording and I thought that I would just, uh, that I, it, it made me slip into this thing where I thought I was just listening as a listener. Yeah. I haven't yeah. experienced that in quite some time. Did I it just feel hit like you? If, I feel like if it's going to come up again, it's going to be on this one. Oh, so yeah? So, we'll, we'll see how it do. We'll find out. You'll hear we'll your find name. Out. You'll hear your name and it just won't register for a second. So is this how you're chasing your lost youth? You know, you don't have to come after me like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I get it. My only saving grace is my youth and my beauty, and that's swiftly falling through my fingers like sand, and you don't have to remind me that today I'm 27. All right, you don't have to do okay, that. Oh, it's your birthday today. Oh, my God. Oh, you and I are almost the same age. Yeah, you're a February birthday too, right? No, I'm an April birthday. Okay. You're like barely... Almost three weeks younger than me. I didn't realize that. That's right. You and I are the ones with the birthday that's really close. Yeah, because I just turned 27. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, so so since you're speaking from, from a sage-like wizened place of experience, how's 27 <laughs> feel? In comparison so far, to me. pretty good. You're um, like three weeks older than me, so you're, you have tread where I have yet to. I'm kind of between projects right now, so 27 is the age of retirement, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and it's been it's been full of a lot of Batman stuff. Just been thinking about Batman a lot lately. I haven't done that in a while, so that's pretty good. That um, pretty neat. Also, I'm eating a lot more like snack pretzels, which I probably shouldn't. I guess twenty yeah. seven is just the pretzel year. The pretzel year. That's good. That's like the golden anniversary. The pretzel year. I would love. It's like a, a weird fucked up food version of the Chinese zodiac. It's the year of the pretzel. <laughs> I forgot why I mentioned it was my birthday. Somebody got me off track, and we it's we've been recording for eight minutes and forty five seconds, and we've yet to get on track. And like I said, I feel like this is the fugue state episode. Gonna, if it's gonna come back up, it's gonna be in this episode because it has been quite a minute since like I've got the groove to get back into, but the groove is like a war trench on the other side of a battlefield. I have to <laughs> find it first. <laughs> All right, I'll stop being a ding-dong doddler and assume the role of conductor so we can get the stream going. Right, go, Steven go, throws go, a party. Steven throws a party. We're on fucking Homeworld. They're like, Pink Diamond used to throw parties. And Steven's like, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to meet White Diamond. I'm going to reason with her. None of that happens. None of that happens. That's when, this, this, that's when the uh, Always Sunny music needs to play. It's <laughs> basically when he's like, and I can just or go up and talk to her, right? I'm going to throw the best party ever. Steven throws the worst party ever. We are kind of rushing past the most important part of the episode, Max. So I, I The have obligatory to... nightmare sequence. Right, Cuphead! The Crewniverse has seen the neck memes. They have. They have. They know about the neck memes. And they made it canon. Who is the evil space? The Universe are meme garbage. They gotta, they gotta bring it up. We get a low law form yellow diamond, uh, which <laughs> is all I wanted. Um, and that's basically the only important thing that happens in the entire episode, as far yellow as I'm concerned. Yellow diamond gigantamax form. You forget how horrific Steven Universe likes to get with its nightmare sequences and then Steven the, starts barfing up hair. With the mommy issues hairball? Yeah. Mommy issues hair vomit. Oh, that's right. We're in a nightmare. 
<laughs> you can tell something's weird is going on when you hear like kind of off kilter music playing. Uh-huh. And then when you see a character's mouth open, you don't actually hear their voice. Yeah. You just the music is playing over it. Although I don't think the music in the nightmare was as creepy as just like the gem zone space music. Yeah, the gem space music was weird. That was all like string and theremin or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, with that weird like, vocal like, like, incantation, kind of like sort of sounds like like shards of glass hitting things. It was like a really good encapsulation of what music would be for aliens. Not a fan of new wave. <laughs> Not a fan of new wave. I gotta say. Um, I just had a thought actually. C- come with me on this hypothetical train. All right. Okay. Choo-choo. Uh, the music that we hear which is the only gem music that we have ever heard mm-hmm. we are hearing in the context of the most royal of occasions so that is to draw a comparison that we would we people earth meet space have very stuffy music when we do fancy things mm-hmm. so there's probably like other genres of music somewhere somehow that probably sound way different or there might have been at some point before some point. the weird cultural purge of White Diamond. So you're telling me like there's somewhere down in like the lower cast like gem ghetto with like the wall art gems just inventing rap music? Uh, rap, the cardboard uh, uh, break Cardboard dance, dance? yeah. Bad, all of it, everything, yeah. Fucking Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever yeah. the gym equivalent is of Adidas. Also, my cat is trying to stand on me while I record. I need you to not do that, please. I can hear I can hear them standing. I can hear that little twinkle. He, he's, yeah, you don't need to be on the keyboard, please. <laughs> Why do cats do that? Um, because they see us on the keyboard and they want to mimic our behavior because it's it's like a social cue that they like us. It's actually really sweet why they get all up in your biz, but it's still it is kind of annoying. Oh, neat. We got a really nothing episode to yeah, talk about Yeah, it is a nothing here. episode, which is why I'm letting the, the tangents go on as like long the as they are. Like, the last three minutes are, like, the most, like, discuss-worthy things that happen. This is the problem with Steven Universe's storytelling, is a lot of the time it's kind of like this. It, it, it's weird, because even when they're in fucking space, like, I don't know if I've ever felt the term, like, slice of life so accurately for a show. Because so much of it seems stalling and pointless a lot of the time. If I may. You may. It's your birthday. You don't have to ask for permission at all. Hell yeah! I'll remember this. Oh, well, what have I done? (laughs) I'm not disagreeing with you across the board. I will disagree with you in this particular instance with this particular episode, and I'm going to tell you why. I think there's a really huge chunk in the middle where nothing happens because we are meant to be bored because Steven is bored. Like literal cogs are are in his court and the way that they dance is just cogs turning and he's really super bored. I think the kind of like lackadaisical pacing that Steven Universe uh, kind of uh, runs up against often in uh, opposition to when it just nails its pacing because it does both. But I feel like the the kind of... It does of, sometimes, yeah. Uh, I feel like the sort of meandering, nothing is happening in like the middle eight minutes of the episode is actually kind of purposeful. I think you're right on that. And we've, we've run up against this, this idea before where perhaps these two episodes were originally one, 
but there wasn't enough time to get through the stuff that had to be gotten through. So they split it into two and then they have one episode that's like kind of lacking. And the next episode is the timeout room episode where uh, the first real confrontation of the abuse from the older diamonds is brought up, which is hefty and could have been written into the same 11 minute chunk of time. And like the episode ends with Stevani being, you know, hurled into the timeout room. And I was like, oh, that's right. This is the timeout episode. And then it abruptly cut off and ended and there were the credits. So I feel like this might be one of those situations where like originally it was written as one episode, but they didn't have enough time to dedicate to the things that needed the time. So then they just ended up with like a proper good episode, if I remember correctly. And if escapism is in my brain the right way and together alone, which is kind of like a, a very kind of air packed episode. Perhaps. Dino, you haven't said any words in a while. Entertain us. Yeah, yeah I was just like, I, I agree uh, mostly. Like, I, I feel like there are some like kind of lulling moments in this episode. I have one quick question that doesn't ever get answered. And it's that Garnet reconsiders and unfuses to come to the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know, never yeah, really, we didn't really weird. get the moment where that decision was really made in her head where yeah. she was like really staunch about, yeah, I'm not going to go. And then all and of then a sudden there. we see the Ruby, we, we see Ruby and Sapphire into the room and we're like, oh, I guess she changed her mind. The, yeah. the, pro- the problem, I have a really big problem with that oh. is that Ruby and Sapphire, it's not just that we didn't get to see it, is that it's entirely like doilist in terms of the writing functionality. Um, like. This is a thing that happened because the Crooniverse needed, like, to isolate Steven and Connie from everyone, and they wanted to have, like, the big I am Spartacus fusion scene (laughs) only for everyone to get, like, blasted and dissolved. Yeah. So we get Garnet making what is a genuinely interesting resolution in this situation, only for it to be undone without, like, any logic, just so everyone can get warped. Yeah. And that sucks. It's a plot contrivance just for the sake of them having their little moment, which like it doesn't necessarily ruin the episode, but it's like it kind of stings if you're a big Garnet fan where it's like uh, if you just if you notice it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we don't get to see that. But like, I don't know why you guys do the things that you do when we're not talking. I don't do anything when we're not talking. Yeah. Just shut down. Of your you're imagination. Like yeah. <laughs> I just sit on the counter, and then when y'all hit puree, we record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna miss it when we have to replace Dino with the next thing. The blender jokes are gold. <laughs> oh, it's October that our anniversary rolls around, right? Or is it May? It's May. I feel like it's May. It's May. May? Yeah, it's May. Oh. It's like yeah. beginning of May. October is when I joined. That's what I'm thinking. I joined yeah. in October. So May. Yeah, you're talking about the Kaleversary. We're talking about a Ringoversary. That's right. So, so we, we got to crank the episodes out with you because there's only a couple months left until May. Oh, yeah. If only we had an appliance that just tore through things really quickly. <laughs> Shredded the episodes. <sighs> I'll let you have that one, Max. Do y'all want to talk about Connie drinking her dumb bitch juice? Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to let you have this because it was your choice of words yeah, to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I did not expect that from you, honestly. So what's the tea, Kayla? 
Well, first of all, we need to put in the blender that is Dino in order to make dumb bitch juice. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 the wait, ingredients. oh, God, what is it called? Um, fuck, it's what the 35-year-old divorced moms from the Midwest drink. Cosmos? Uh, fresh, fresh juice? No. Martinis? I'll go ahead and say Prosecco, but that is not what I'm trying to conjure. Oh, Sangria! Sangria is good. Oh, sangria. We'll, we'll make sangria and that'll be dumb bitch juice. Yeah. But Connie's underage. Well, maybe that's why she is a dumb bitch when she's drinking this. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's not supposed to be drinking it because she's uh, underage. Yeah. And by doing so, juice. she is a dumb bitch. Also, no no liquids are allowed in the ballroom anyways. So That's true. She had to sneak it in in a flash. <laughs> her mom packed her some sangria for the trip to Homeworld. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, not her mom. Who am I kidding? It's her dad who snuck the booze for her. Yeah, no, her dad. No, it's her... her mom. She's just given up at this point. She's got a sword. <laughs> might as well. Old enough to fight. She's also taken up drink. smoking. That's why. That's why she has that voice now. Dylan isn't here to go to the dark place that it could go to, which oh, is which is sure. the the Connie's father and Connie drinking together in secret because the the mom and wife dynamic is so controlling and horrible. But Dylan's not here, and it's my birthday, and I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, so. with Kayla, you just dip, you just dip the pinky toe in. You just dip the pinky toe in, pull yeah. it back out, and you're like, boom, that's the dark side. That, there it is. I, it's a this is a reverse Achilles a situation. Passing glance, and no more. Uh, but no, so Connie decides to do something stupid. There is no justification. Like, yeah. like she wants. Steven to have fun read the room Connie she doesn't read the room and it, there's there's more to it it's deeper than that but like obviously remember how literally every time we've ever danced Steven we fused yeah let's dance again in front of the most like power controlling people in the galaxy it's not even necessary I feel like fusing by accident the first time is one thing but once you know, yeah. come on. Yeah, and it's not even necessarily the accidental fusing that, like, really, really rubs me the wrong way. Connie was present for all of Blue Diamond's, like, you can't do this, you can't do that. Connie's very smart. Yeah. She was in Blue Diamond's presence. And, like, her roots are from a very, very strict household. So, yeah. like, she should be able to tell, like, oh, this is not the time and place. This is a helicopter mom situation. Like, like this is not the time and place. This is, like, we are staking a lot on this event, and no one likes it. No one involved likes it, but, like, uh, that's not on the table. Like, y you're not gonna like it, because this is a political move, basically, is what yeah. Steven is trying to do. And Connie is basically like, oh, but... I want to have fun with it. That's like a space god woman who could like kill you with a footstep and you're just going to be like, nah, fuck that. I want to do a dance. Yeah, her, her sense of perspective is like really warped in this particular instance, which is and very- And only this instance. In only this instance. We've never seen her be truly ill-advised in doing something like yeah. this. You know, it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. Why did think, you do this? I think being around Steven just makes Connie dumber. <laughs> he just has an, ar an aromatic aura of dumbing. No, 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 no. Like progressively over time. Because the problem is, it, it, it's weird because it's nothing she says, but I look at her actions and sometimes it feels like Connie doesn't realize that she's not the main character. So whenever she gets involved in this shit, she just like does whatever she wants. 
like very rarely I feel that she recognized that this is Steven's story and she's a supporting yes. character in it. Yes, yes, yes. And so that causes her to act like a shonen protagonist all the fucking time. Wait, what we're what we're discussing right now about Connie, I remember watching like there was like a video essay I saw about it and I can't remember the what the specific topic was, but the person's like mentioning that there's like a a certain behavior and it's like the act of how a person will change their like general sense of like mentality and how they behave depending on the group of people that they're hanging out with. It's like why you sort of regress into a certain version of yourself. If you like meet up with your old college buddies, or if you like spend too much time around your family, you start acting a certain way around them. Are you saying that Connie was using her, her I'm around Steven personality when she should not have been using her. I'm around Steven personality. That's exactly what I am saying. She kind of became a specific version of herself. That was not, uh, it was not the time beneficial to the situation at hand. So basically what this boils down to is Connie forgot to flip her customer service voice back on. Yeah, basically. Uh so any anything else or you want to move on to final thoughts? Uh we can move on to final thoughts. I've missed this. <laughs> Kayla. Happy birthday Aww. again. Thank you. Also Somehow, Stevani in the like pink ballerina outfit yeah. looks worse than Steven in the pink ballerina outfit. See, I disagree. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like it. Okay. Like it. It, it fits Steven more than it does Stevani, which I think says a lot about Connie. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if I have to come up with a real final thought about the episode, yeah. I mean, it's not original. It's just that Homeworld is fucking terrible. Oh yeah, it's Homeworld is terrible. Driving the point home at the at the uh, Homeworld is the just Thanksgiving in Alabama. More like driving the point Homeworld. Also, I guess just because it randomly came up, I saw the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, hey. and it's actually really fucking good. I guys. saw no, it too. It's go really it. good. I keep I, hearing I that. I saw it, and it's not. I recommend it. Sonic is a fun movie. I, I had fun the whole time. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm not gonna say the dialogue, but just. There's a line about breastfeeding, and it's amazing. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a visceral reaction. I'm having a fucking stroke on my end, and Kayla's reaction to that line. (laughs) (laughs) We have fun here. All right, Dino, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, I just never thought I'd expect to hear the the words breastfeeding and sonic movie in the same line that's Uh, not your final thought that's all that's permeating my brain now though all right i guess no 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 for real um the the rest of the rest of it is just yeah i kind of i kind of snuck the line in earlier but uh it's it's still applicable to the whole episode and it's just that the home world is just thanksgiving in alabama that's just the whole vibe that entire episode gave off so my final thought for the episode yeah. is that Connie is almost invading Steven's workspace, if that makes sense. Kind of. Like, like, like Steven is building up to Connie and, and he just like being able to be about and it's not a big deal. But like for once in Steven's life, he's not doing a bad plan. It's it's a weird plan, but he's he's playing it safe, yeah. which is not something he's known for. And 
I feel like Connie just kind of like throws the biggest monkey wrench. Yeah, well, Connie kind of steamrolled it and was like, oh, well, I know what the end goal of this is. So let's just do that now. And also Steven will have fun. And it's you're she sabotaged like perhaps Steven's first good, good, good execution of a plan. And my final thought, I guess, because we're doing twosies, not for Steven Universe, is that will it be sad if I, on my birthday, go by myself to see the Sonic movie? <laughs> no. No? It's your birthday, it's your birth- and you can do whatever. Yeah. No, I know, but will it be sad that I, a 27-year-old, am going to go see a kid's movie without a child for my birthday by myself? Kayla, I'm going to assuage your fears. Look, I, I, I've been I've been in that position a lot. Like, I saw Kung Fu Panda 3 in theaters by myself as an adult. So, what I am going to give for you for one final birthday gift Uh is I'm bestowing upon you just my blind male confidence to go do whatever I want and feel no shame about (laughs) it. Oh, sick! So go enjoy your movie. That's right. You have the the three-week wizened sage-like experience that I I lack. So you must be... (laughs) Yeah. You must be correct. This must be the way. Yeah. Now I have to go. My fears are assuaged. I will will not be anxious the entire time thinking that everybody has spotted this person just careening toward her 30s unfulfilled going to the sonic movie by herself on her birthday sobbing into a bucket of popcorn all right if we're actually if i'm actually gonna get my shit together enough to go see this movie by the end of the day i need to leave so we need to end the episode now all right thanks for listening to the green hill zone (laughs) the payoff is nothing